I talk about this all the time, and if you're in the Discord, you've heard me complain about it many times, but it is relevant to what we're talking about today. I uh, use a Mac, a, a Macintosh, a Mac OS computer, mostly, like, I started out recording audio, and they have uh, GarageBand and then Logic. They have a lot of programs that are conducive to recording music, uh, editing video, etc., various, like, computery creative things, but Discord, for some reason, just, I don't know if whether to blame Discord or Apple, I want to blame Apple, but... <laughs> Discord just will not accept on on Mac OS won't accept uh, or can't accept audio from a USB uh, like audio interface. So I plug my microphone, which is an XLR like standard normal mic you would see on a stage, for instance. It's not a direct USB microphone. I plug that into a little in, a little input box, a digital audio converter thing that then plugs in USB and sends all of my signal to the computer, which is fine everywhere except in Discord, where at Discord you, you get like just a steady in and out. Like it gets signal. It doesn't like say, oh, there's absolutely nothing. But you'll hear like the come in. Uh, it's like a regular in-out interval for the audio coming in, coming out. Don't know why. So I bounce it off of a program called Loopback, which is like a digital mixer, and then it's fine. And what this question leads me to is, why does why does Apple hate free speech? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Apple hates free speech, apparently. You <laughs> Anytime your Apple product doesn't work, that's why. It's because like, Apple... They don't want me to speak, literally, that's, that's <laughs> into right. Discord. Or they want you to pay for it, at least. <laughs> I wish... I kind of wish... Because Discord acknowledges this. Like, you go to Google, like, oh, what's this problem? And, and Discord's like, yep, this problem exists. Uh, we... I, I don't know if they don't know how to fix it, or if they've just determined it's not worth the headache for the people who use Mac. I'm like, aren't there a shit ton <laughs> of Mac users? And wouldn't we all... Be, isn't Discord the kind of app that internet creative nerd people use uh, yeah i would think um a lot of discord users are mac users uh, more than 50 percent would be my assumption so that leads me to the only possible explanation mm -hmm. apple hates free speech yes that must be <laughs> it anytime anything I'm... isn't quite going the way that you want that's why it's because no it's specifically because apple hates free speech tim apple Come here, I'm going to kick your ass until my Discord uh, is able to receive audio signal. Welcome to Last Minute Politics. This is a podcast where we talk about politics, and we throw it together at the last minute. Does the title make sense now? I am joined again, uh, once again, by Beatrice Poundwell, my now-becoming-mildly-frequent co-host. How are you Hello. doing, Beatrice? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Pepper. Again, thanks for having me again. Yeah, it's good. I like you make the you make these ter these are horrible, terrible topics that make me very, very angry. And then I get online and talk to you about them, and I laugh and smile, and it is somehow better. Not somehow better. It's clearly better for obvious reasons. <laughs> well, I, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so oh, the issues let's just don't get la any Laugh away the important things, and it'll it'll all go away. Maybe. We were talking last week about the uh, change in ownership of Twitter, where it's gone from a corporate board to now it's just Elon Musk just owns it, just like yes. a private guy. 
Yes. So what what have been the developments? So so I've gotten rid of my Twitter, uh, um, my real Twitter and my fake Twitter because I um. I, I kept thinking, why do I have this app on my phone? I just look at it and feel bad. Like, that's what it does. It's an <laughs> app that just makes you feel bad when you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Duolingo makes you learn a language. Twitter makes you feel bad. <laughs> exactly. Uh. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, I don't think I need that in my life. Also, Elon Musk was actively taunting people like a week or so ago. He was actively taunting people to leave tweeting like if you say you're gonna leave you should fucking leave and i'm like okay so i left See that i can kind of respect almost <laughs> like that that's a tweet i'm like you know what yeah you're fine <laughs> also oh my god the number of people who sit on twitter telling me on twitter about how they're leaving twitter and twitter is dead it's like <laughs> fuck please please do just leave. <laughs> well i know that twitter isn't dead but i'm hoping to do my part of killing it by, by leaving <laughs> yeah, you, my tiny you little had follow part. through you had convictions. Yes, exactly. So if you want to follow me, uh, my username is Earl on NoHomersClub.com or NoHomersClub.net. Uh, it's a Simpsons what? reference. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, like, is this a Simpsons fan page? <laughs> yes, it's a Simpsons fan page. And that's where you can find me from now on. You can find me. Uh, I'm... <laughs> I did. I I'm doing the thing. Well, I guess I'm saying it on the podcast now, but I I'm not on Twitter much at the moment, except for like, hey everyone, come buy my stuff, watch my videos, listen to my music. Sure. I'm not expressing opinions, and I'm doing a bit of like, hey, I was at the con, thank you for taking a picture, but I'm not having opinions on Twitter. But the stupidest thing you could possibly do is go on Twitter and announce how you're not going to be on Twitter. Yeah. No. So then when you come back, you can. <laughs> yeah, that's not so, smart. You're right. I just, it's like the equivalent of burning your Nikes to spite Nike. It's like you already bought the Nikes. I, I just left. I found myself tempted to dox this one asshole, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> I need to take a step back. <laughs> I found myself tempted to, to do borderline illegal, definitely immoral shit. Yeah. So I left Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is bad. I need to look you at myself in the mirror a little bit. <laughs> I need to think about what I've done. What are my motivations? But and I do highly respect that you just fucking walked out. Like that's <laughs> that's what I wish people would do. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm trying to you know live up to my shit. But <laughs> so like two weeks ago, uh, Elon Musk tweeted that Apple had mostly stopped advertising on Twitter, uh, and he suggested that it's because Apple hates free speech. Like Apple itself, like advertising for iPhones, or does Apple control a whole big ad thing now? Uh, no, just Apple themselves buying ads. Ah. Apparently, they were one of the bigger advertisers on Twitter. Um, so just, yeah, advertising, <laughs> I don't know, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Music is probably a big part of what they advertise to, but uh, yeah, iPhones and MacBooks and all that shit. Personally, I wish all advertisers would leave Twitter because then I could stop looking at advertisers. So here's the thing, though: like, <laughs> if you're an advertiser, you want to be neck, you want to be around content that is makes your people makes people feel positive at least, or at least feel like they're getting something out of it. And like I said, Twitter literally makes me feel bad. It makes sense that advertise. It's be Twitter's becoming a less appealing place for advertisers. Uh, at least my user experience has been seeing way more stuff that pisses me the fuck off, even though <laughs> I take measures to make sure I see less of that. 
So it makes it, it, to me, Apple advertising less and lots of people advertising less simply because Twitter's become a less appealing place for advertisers. Uh, the same reason uh, they don't advertise MacBooks on xhamster.com, you know? Like, <laughs> like you don't want to Google, like, double penetration asshole or whatever and then see ads <laughs> see ads for the new iPhone. Or Apple does... I think eventually that's going to end where you do see, like, Gucci ads next to porn. That stigma is going to go away eventually, and it's all going to be impressions. But for now... No, go ahead. I wish I could say I had any idea, like, what was going on, what even the plan is. for. Like, I can make some guesses, like, trying to, like, follow... Because I know for a fact, (laughs) we all kind of know for a fact, that advertisers don't actually give a shit. These aren't, like, moral people sitting around trying to, like, make... They do want their content next to content, next to things that make them feel good. They want the positive association, for sure. But this kind of presupposes that somehow Twitter was, like, a great place last year... Or the year before, or ever. <laughs> that's true. That that's true. But now, like the like morality of being on Twitter is being questioned. And even if like that's all bullshit, like there's it was just as moral to be on Twitter now as it was a year ago, which I think is true. The perception itself is enough to make it a worse place to advertise. Is this like a long con? Well, not a very long con, a moderate con <laughs> thing to just get better advertising prices <laughs> just to lower the cost of Twitter ads? Um, could, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean on Apple's part? Yeah, well, on everyone's part. Yeah, the people yes, who, are, definitely. who do the virtue signaling of, we are leaving Twitter. These aren't really advertised. Well, they are. Depending. Uh, I think it was CBS. Like, there's a couple big old news things that were like, we are leaving Twitter. We are ending our thing on Twitter. We will no longer be on Twitter. And it's like oh, really? less than 48 hours later, we are back on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, well, for a news organization, it's like vital it's like necessary it's the only place that's where people see shit that's where i'm torn between because yes twitter is this terrible horrible website that is absolutely designed to create conflict because that keeps your eyes on the platform longer when you're fighting with people they figured that out a long time ago again not because they're evil like fucking council of doom because that is what keeps you on the site advertisers definitely want people on a site because that's how you argue that they should pay more for them is like look we're an awesome place to advertise because people spend their whole fucking day on here yes Uh, so I'm torn between that and it, but because that that is all, while knowing that that is true, Twitter is also one of the most important communication platforms of the modern era. Do I sound crazy when I say that? Like, think of how many significant things have happened on Twitter. There yes. were tweets in the Trump administration that they were saying that it was going to start nuclear war with North Korea. And yeah. I'm like, Twitter yes, doesn't matter, true. just leave Twitter. It's, <laughs> like, true, but it's true, but it's only true because it was the one everybody was using. You know, if everybody moves to nohomers.net, which is what I'm proposing, <laughs> then nohomers.net becomes the most important website on the internet. And it's mostly discussions about whether it starts being bad at season 10 or not season 9. That's mostly what nohomers.net <laughs> is. But I season am suggesting <laughs> I am We're... suggesting that it become the new main source of communication on the internet. This is off topic. So, well, I know it's <laughs> on topic for what you just said. So, is the general consensus that well definitely pre season thirteen like no one goes that far but we were checking 
isn't for some reason the movie among Simpsons fans kind of considered also part of quote good Simpsons? <laughs> like I have um, a lot of good opinions on the Simpsons movie. Um, I think that 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 is a splitting thing in the Simpsons fan community. Yeah, the, is uh, it? The Simpsons movie came out many years after the Simpsons was cons- was good consistently. Um, Do you but, know what season it came out during? Um, we looked it up last night. It was um like 17 because it would have been like 19 season 19 19 in 2007 yep (laughs) almost 20 years ago at this point yeah so it was long after the simpsons was good but a lot of people argue that it has a lot of the same quality as the old good simpsons i mostly back the original writing team yes i mostly disagree i think the simpsons movie's okay I, i don't think it's great I think it was great for if you watched see like up to those many seasons, did not watch The Simpsons at all for ten years, and <laughs> yeah. then went and saw the movie. You're like, oh, all right, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. But going back to it, it it has not aged well, and we can talk about this when you come see me on NoHomersClub.net. No oh, Homers talk about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> NoHomersClub.net. No, no, no it's What's just, your website? No, I'm sorry, it's just NoHomers.net. <laughs> and my username on there, my username on there, and I'll explain it. It's E period A period R period L. It's Earl as an acronym, and it's a Simpsons reference. Um, that was the name of the automated lighthouse operator on a particular episode. I'm E period R period L. Is there a period after that? No, E A R L. But there's periods e- in between the letters because it's an acronym. <laughs> Where do you think I am right now? What do you think I'm typing in? <laughs> oh, yes, join us. Nohomers.net on... is a real website, and it is a Simpsons fan site. Yes, that's what I'm saying. We're currently seeking donations. Oh, I've heard enough. They're just like Elon Musk asking for more money. From uh, Tell us about that. So what's the other slight against Apple that the richest boy uh, and the, the military-industrial complex's best friend doing? <laughs> so, okay. Um, apparently, as of like yesterday or a couple of days ago um, of this recording... Uh, Apple is back to spending money on Twitter, uh, according to <laughs> according to Elon Musk. Apple is back to pre him owning it levels of spending, which God, is I hate when an entire company tries to virtue signal. Like, yeah, we're off Twitter. Six hours later, okay, so we're back on Twitter. <laughs> but now Elon Musk is retaliating um, by charging Apple users more for Twitter Blue. The premium Twitter. So Android users pay $8. Apple users pay $11. What's the reasons for that? Because there's there's one actual one and one funny one. <laughs> well, uh, so Elon Musk claims that they have fees, like on the back end, that they're No, he doesn't offsetting. claim. Uh, Fortnite got in a lawsuit about that the other year, remember? Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Apple, <laughs> Apple charges 30%. The the iTunes, it's not even called it, the App Store, whatever, the shit you buy on your iPhone, which is also the only place you can like legally without, without uh, 
jailbreak in your phone. Sure. The only place you can get applications from. Uh, this is not standard across all the app marketplaces, but the Apple one specifically charges 30%. They take a 30% cut of everything. And Fortnite V-Bucks, they did a thing where they this uh, initiated the lawsuit, was they were saying, all right, you can buy your shit on Apple for this price, or you can buy it for 30% off on our website and circumvent the Apple marketplace, which obviously pissed off Apple. Sure. It's Fortnite, the biggest fucking media property in the entire earth, <laughs> and one of the most money-making ones. Uh so they uh, sued them over that, and then they stopped selling. They stopped letting you download Fortnite from the Apple Store. But if you had already downloaded it, I mean, you already fucking got it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how that's going to work out with Twitter. If Elon Musk goes forward with charging Apple users more, is it going to be the do same? Do you think scenario? Apple should be able to? Do you think Apple should be able to create this monopoly? Because that's where this whole thing being about good guy bad guy starts. Um, <laughs> no, no sense. well, I don't know if I agree that it's a monopoly. I don't have an Apple phone. I'm perfectly happy. <laughs> That's the argument they make is that you can go buy another phone. It's like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, and I know everybody says everybody has an iPhone, but I've been one of these people that I had an iPhone once, didn't care for it, had an Android phone ever since. Don't care for it either. I just, phones just suck, but regardless of who made it. Android tries to funnel people into that. What, what's the, like the Android version of the App Store? Like, what's the big place you buy everything? Uh, the Play Store, the Google Play Store. Is it the Google Play Store? Well, that's what like I Samsung do. Store? There is a right. Sam... So I have a Google Pixel phone. So right. I'm Googled out the fucking gills. I'm Google. <laughs> you went Google instead of Mac, where I have a bunch of Mac shit, a bunch of Google shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm Googled out the yin-yang. Um, I say that I diversify because I use Google Maps. That's the only one that isn't Apple. <laughs> Google Maps is way better than the Apple Maps. In my yeah, Apple Maps has improved. For a while, I was only using it. I uh, was only using Apple Maps because they would give you bike directions. But that was years ago. Now everybody gives you bike directions. Yeah. <laughs> so they charge eleven dollars for Twitter Blue if you buy it through Apple, but eight dollars if you buy it somewhere else, and that's the thirty percent. And I'm like, all right, I can't even get like necessarily that mad about the price thing because. That's just the Apple fee, and I kind of like that more companies are just going, all right, so uh, there's the Apple fee that no one ever talks about, and we're just charging you that now because well, it makes more people get pissed Well, what Apple. if I have an iPhone? <laughs> what if I have an iPhone and I download Twitter, and then I get an Android phone? Do I get my two bucks back? <laughs> right? I'm wondering if I go on uh, – I am going to be buying the twi- the checkmark for at least a month in the future. I okay. don't know because it's like falling apart now, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not very doing exciting. It very exciting. Hey, may- maybe that's what I'll get you for Christmas. <laughs> Twitter blue. <laughs> One month of Twitter blue. Get it for me in like February. Um, the uh, What if I, I – I use Twitter on my iPhone. That's my primary place I'm looking at it. But what if I just go to the website and just – buy it and will it, will it not carry over onto my phone somehow like what if i hey go yeah to that's a, Mac a good computer? question likely the website knows that you're on an iphone i mean you could change yeah. your privacy settings probably but likely the website knows you're on an iphone I'm, but if i go to twitter.com on it like i didn't initiate my account on the phone i initiated it on twitter.com because it used to be like the website was basically how you used it they didn't even have a fucking smartphone client at the time uh it's not the one that just sucked so bad so like if i go and use my friend's pc i'm curious i want to find out because i don't want i don't want to fucking pay the apple fee sure (laughs) then you're asking yourself why why does pepper want to pay for twitter blue well the one thing that i see as a oh god everyone will kill me a positive (laughs) potential positive i should say of musk buying twitter was that 
he keep he kept talking about how it's like BS that some people are shadow banned and their the algorithm fucks with you and you just don't even know why. And he said, you know, take his words with a grain of salt. He said that if you are shadow banned, you're on Twitter, like you will you will be told why and be told how you can make that not happen. Oh, if you get <laughs> Twitter that's... blue, really? This is a perk of Twitter blue. Yeah, you get to know why if you're shadow banned <laughs> and then why, and that's all I want. All I want is to know why I'm like completely removed from the algorithm. Well, doesn't shadow band <laughs> just really mean that a bunch of people like muted you? You become algorithmically de-emphasized. Like your tweets just don't show up. They get pushed to the bottom of the thing. They get shoved into the show more tweets but, section of the but replies. But it's because like a of lot shit. of people like muted you, right? Isn't that why it happens? Well, the algorithm tries to determine. If you ask Twitter people who are at the algorithm, they try to determine. Uh, like you know, for advertisement, the kind of accounts that make people up, get off Twitter because it's not the kind that make people fight. They love when they people love that. Fight. Yeah, of course. And that's what I want to know. Like, because I make people fight. Why am I getting DMs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. I was a piece of shit on Twitter. I sure. Can't I be, yeah, no, why that would be very. Be that'd be very interesting. That's worth the eight or eleven dollars. And that's also supposed to make it so you don't. You're you're now uh, what's the opposite of shadow band? Light band. Uh, shadow emphasized. That's a better one. Yeah. Yeah. You get shadow emphasized in the algorithms, and your all your replies are supposed to go to the top. And this is all just shit he just says because he just like everyone knows how he operates. He just says a bunch of sentences, and then maybe it happens. Yeah, I just maybe imagine I just imagine him like constantly doing cocaine, pacing around a boardroom. <laughs> like, okay, we're gonna everybody that's been shadow banned, we'll tell them why, but they have to give us eight bucks. Okay, and then if you if you give us eleven dollars, then you can do it on an iPhone. And he's like snorting cocaine and pacing around quickly, <laughs> and people are just jotting it down behind him. And no one should mistake this as me uh, lending credence to the whole like, oh, Elon Musk is a free speech warrior, and he's definitely going to help free speech. Because no, yeah. a bunch of very lefty accounts have still been banned. Some have like some have been brought back seemingly at random, like certain accounts that had been previously banned for all kinds of reasons. And it is very obvious that Musk is interested in making advertisers happy and making money off Twitter. Sure. So, like, none of this, I, I am not one of the, oh, I love Elon Musk because he likes free speech. I don't think he likes free speech. Yeah, he likes <laughs> money. He likes money. He likes a demani. <clears throat> he likes he the money. He don't pay the taxes, mamma mia. <laughs> he like yeah. So did you see somebody got banned, or, I mean, it's a screenshot I saw, I didn't look into it, but somebody just tweeted, Elon Musk should pay taxes, and then they got banned shortly after yes, tweeting that. I did see this. <laughs> so, yeah, he's not exactly a free speech warrior. He's yeah, not that's not free speech. Deliver us freedom. Maybe they did. Maybe right thought. before that, they tweeted like some terroristic threats. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Kill all blanks. <laughs> oh, also, he should pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what they did. I don't know. But. Uh, all right. Any more thoughts on Twitter situations before I get into. Just dirty, filthy politics. <laughs> sure. Just my advice, if you want to leave Twitter, I know everybody's talking do about it. like. Shut the fuck up and just do it. <laughs> Every, yes. Yes, definitely. But you need an alternative. You need something to scroll when your brain is, you know, needs somewhere to go. So find the, um, a niche forum, an anime forum, a nohomersclub.net or whatever the fuck. Nohomers. <laughs> Nohomers.net. And 
and spend your time there with people that like the same weird stuff you like. It doesn't have to be Twitter, and it probably shouldn't be Reddit. I like the forums. Find one like that. AtariAge.com. That's another good one if you like old video <laughs> games. Go to furaffinity.net. There you go. Even even the furries only sort of use now. <laughs> well, well, let's go back. Let's let's go back. Make that the the new hub. No, again. the guy who owns it was canceled several times. You can't okay. go there. I'm out of the furry loop. I'm not in the. I don't subscribe to the newsletter. So I wanna. Yeah, I wish. I I wanna do a, a panel, a show. I should just do an episode of this where I need Collins, where people name a not even just. I was gonna say media at first, like books, movies, art. Uh, but it doesn't mean that it could just be any noun and I'll tell you why they're canceled. <laughs> okay. And if they aren't currently pop popularly canceled, I'll tell you why they should be <laughs> like, okay, you can do this with absolutely every thing. <laughs> okay. Is it like in a famous person? Do you want to try one? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Throw, throw one out now, but I'm going to have to Wikipedia. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick a famous person and it's the first famous person that came to my mind. So I don't, it's not, I'm not setting you up or anything. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, she said uh, anti-Semitic things. <laughs> oh, she did. Oh, see, I yeah, didn't know. That's easy. That was an easy one. Okay. Yeah, super easy. Uh, hold up. Whoopi Goldberg, anti-Semitic. Let's look it up. Oh, ABC. Suspe this is this year, February. Suspends Whoopi Goldberg for comments on Jews. <laughs> oh my God. That is depressing. <laughs> that's it's easy. sad. That was, that was like a freebie. <laughs> That, okay, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, uh, uh, fucking, what's his name? This is this one a Bill Burr special talked about. Sean Connery. Do you know why they're canceled? No. Why is Sean Connery he, canceled? I heard he wrote a horrible book. He, <laughs> I wish it was that. I wish his <laughs> book was so bad. That people were like, <laughs> oh, fuck canceled. you, Sean Connery. <laughs> Take some writing lessons. <laughs> get an editor. Yeah, no, okay, so why do you get canceled if not nah, for his poor writing? He gave an interview in the 70s where he very casually talked about it. He's like, oh, well, some women, you got to give them a little smack every oh, once yes, in a while. Oh, yes, I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> Say, everybody knows. Yes, I've seen we're that. We're canceling dead people, Beatrice. From the grave, <laughs> we're going to fucking get Sean Connery and make him unslap all those women in the 70s. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see someone be unslapped. That's I'm just imagining Unsla like a we'll slap in reverse, slow-mo. Can we have we have to have Will Smith very lovingly place his hand on Chris Rock and then rapidly pull it away? <laughs> At the next Oscars, uh, Chris Rock should just get a he should get to slap Will Smith. It should just be like they like like there's a ceremony. It's like the forgiveness slap and like they play music and it's a big thing and like they cut to his wife crying in the audience and. <laughs> I want. There's two jokes that would both make me laugh. <laughs> One would be if if Chris Rock comes out in a football helmet. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a great idea. <laughs> be pretty funny. Uh, and the other would be. I watch a lot of pro wrestling now, and they're a very common. So, pro wrestling partly fake but one of the things you can do that is 100 not fake is just back and forth slap the shit out of each other they do slaps on the chest and it's like it's very like became popular in japanese pro wrestling but very common now in, in american pro wrestling okay and you just slap and they go ah and then they come back and slap you ah and that can go on for as long as it needs to <laughs> and there's no you don't have to fake you just full-on slap the shit out of each other you don't have to fake that you can just slap sure. and then people think you, you still get all cut up and red and bruised <laughs> but it's, it's your ribs you'll be fine it's not like a concussion or <laughs> i mean maybe this is the point but it sounds very homoerotic 
Oh, it, a, a little bit. <laughs> Slap, fucking sweat, spray off. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Last Minute Horny. We will be talking about. <laughs> Go to Horny Jail. Report directly to Horny Jail. Let's get real sad. Let's talk oh, about. Oh please, uh, yes. Let's take so a break from all of this joy and positivity. I don't have a lot of. I don't have a lot of concluding things on this. It's just like I continually am told that aspects of the story just don't exist. So the fact that it gets talked about isn't. And I tried to find the least like hot button source I possibly could, which in this case is a uh, what is this? A Serbian newspaper because the others are like all right it's like the other sources i can find are like it's not sources as if like this is doubted that it happened just nobody's really writing about it i can't find like the usa today talking about this it's only like rt russia today or tass which is russian state media (laughs) serbian i have one cuban i have a cuban state media one i can do but everyone will say pepper you're full of shit you can't so i think this is a not i don't think this is serbian state media but it's a very short article all right Merkel uh, says Minsk agreements were meant to give Ukraine time and give Ukraine time is in quotes. German ex-chancellor Angela Merkel re- reveals that in 2014, the Minsk agreements aimed to give Ukraine time to get stronger and for NATO to increase its support to the country in the face of Russia. The Minsk accords were signed to, quote, give Ukraine time to strengthen itself, according to ex-German chancellor Angela Merkel who was in office from 05 to 2021. In an interview published on Wednesday in the Zeit newspaper, Merkel said, the 2014 Minsk agreement was an attempt to give time to Ukraine. It also used this time to become stronger, as can be seen today. The Ukraine of 2014-15 is not the modern Ukraine. According to her, quote, it was clear to everyone, quote, that the conflict had been put on hold, noting that the issue had not been settled, quote, yes, this was what gave Ukraine invaluable time. She voiced doubt that NATO states could not have supported Kiev to the level that they do today at the time. So, uh, these, these aren't gotchas. I just want to gauge because you, you, you're pretty politically engaged, but you don't look at the same stuff I look sure. at. So and when I say the Minsk agreements, what is that? Yeah, no, I don't know. I was listening intently. So I mean I can I can extrapolate from context clues, but um, that would be all. So the Minsk agreements is the thing uh, up top where I was talking about how aspects of the story just people either deny they exist or just don't know about okay. them. Okay. So Ukraine, 2014, signing of the Minsk agreements, which was overseen and like I don't know, witnessed, seconded by uh, France, Germany, like a couple other European countries, and it was. An agreement that you've heard about the Donbass region of Ukraine now, right? Because of all the shit. Yes, yeah. That's the part that borders Russia. That's the part that Russia has now claimed as their own, a few chunks of territory that are in the Donbass region. Yeah. So there was essentially, you. I've, I should just stop saying essentially, just literally. There was kind of a Ukrainian civil war going on. And 2014, it was Kiev, which is in the far west, mm-hmm. versus Donbass, or the Lugansk People's Republic and the Donetsk People's Republic. And they were like, we're our own states. We want some autonomy. And Kiev said no, and there that civil war. They were, you can say it was a back and forth war, but when you look at the military might of Kiev, 
the capital and like seat of power backed by NATO West, all that shit versus a uh, Donbass region of like these little towns that are trying to like think Spain versus uh Catalonia. It's not really a fight. <laughs> sure. If yeah. Spain wants to crush Catalonia, which they have multiple times in the past, they just do it. Yeah. They roll up with the military and say, fuck you. Yeah. Sure. So t- yeah, <laughs> in 24, it's like if Texas tried to just uh, fuck Texas, would I be a much more formidable opponent? I think it's really big. Uh, but in a lot of military people are in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I think te- but, Texas um, could be most states, probably, if that's that, what it came Yeah, to. Texas versus... Mm, that's a conversation. What individual state could defeat Texas in single combat? Hmm. <laughs> I, I, Florida would be the... I would. I, that's a great question that uh, we should do lots of uh, detailed or research on. <laughs> but that's just a theory. <laughs> a war theory. <laughs> That's what we're going to... Okay. Uh, YouTube, topical reference, MatPat. So there was an agreement that Donbass and Kiev would stop shelling each other. Most of the aggression came from Kiev, but that's going to make me sound like I'm taking a side in this okay. situation. So the, that shit was never uh, enforced, and it's not... The, the reason I bring this up, I'm told over and over that the reason we can never negotiate, that we must just go to full-on war, that until we will fight till the last Ukrainian war, 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 more, more bombs. The reason I'm told that is because Russia can't be trusted. And then even if Russia says, okay, we'll do this, that we just can't believe them. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Where Germany, like beacon of freedom, NATO ally, supposed to be, quote, one of the good guys, is here saying, yeah, when we signed that non-aggression pact of to, so the Civil War would stop, we only did that so we could build up our military to take another swing at it in the future. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> it's not that that makes Russia good or virtuous, but... NATO and Germany are held up as good and virtuous. And I'm trying to break down this stupid perception of good guy, bad guy, that every single conflict is a Captain Planet episode. Yeah. It might be more complicated than that. Well, definitely it's more complicated than that. I mean, in an ideal war- world, there people aren't don't kill each other because of where they live. <laughs> like, like, ideally. And, uh, yeah, people are always looking for excuses to do it. Who benefits the most from this war uh, continuing? Actually, yeah, hmm. well, it's always I, rich I, people I, yeah, from any think. war, right? What, yeah. Well, what do you? But what are you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say a lot. Uh, weapons manufacturers, yeah. mostly based in the U.S., but part in Europe. Hell, there's fucking people in Norway. Like the military-industrial complex benefits because when we say we're sending however many billion quote to Ukraine, we don't just drop a bunch of cash. Which is funny because yeah. we've done that and we fucking lost it in Iraq. Remember, we just lost a pallet of cash. Yeah, uh, we. We, in fact, give those billions of dollars to Lockheed Martin and uh, Raytheon and fucking Boeing, who then construct missiles and bombs and then send them, you know, somewhere. Some of them get to Ukraine. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) The rest are sold on, like, the Syrian black market and shit. Yeah, and government contractors and bullshit. We, yeah, it just which ties us into Elon Musk, government co- unofficial military contractor. Like his whole uh, what was it, Spylink, Skylink? Yeah, his like low orbit satellite internet shit. So he sent a bunch of those over to Ukraine with like, oh, so then people, even though Russia is taking down the internet there, they'll still be able to like g- give us their truth and do reporting on the ground. That shit is used almost exclusively for missile guidance systems, sure. which <laughs> say whatever you want about that. I'm not saying that's good or bad. I think that the treacherous, the like secretive cloak and dagger shit that it's sold to us as this is so people can tweet what's happening to them and report what's actually going on. When in reality, it's to guide a missile onto a, a, a Ukrainian that they've that Kiev has decided is a bad Ukrainian. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, well... Which was actually used for. He should be identified and licensed and thrown up as a military contractor. Elon Musk, military contractor, which is what he is. It's just not stated that way. So he's not subject to any of the fucking rules. Yeah, to to your point about how um, earlier I think you said Kiev was like a, a superpower and it was like no, no fight against It's backed the by NATO. Yeah. It's not a superpower without NATO sure. standing directly behind it. But. but to that point, if you have the ability, if you're a government and you have the ability to take over shit, you're going to want to do it. So then it just comes down to how do you trick your people into being cool with it? Or how do you threaten them <laughs> into not protesting too much? This is not even going into the, in 2014, the important year, there was also a coup where the elected Ukrainian government was, which happened to be a little more friendly to Russia, weird, uh, got booted out and then you got Zelensky in there. By the way, Zelensky ran and won on a platform of, we're going to be, we're going to chill shit out with Russia. Ooh, <laughs> sure it hasn't actually gone that way. there is it more no homers uh, when i heard no homers i, I assumed it was a a mean so. mean-spirited baseball website that keeps track of what mlb players have <laughs> received no home runs <laughs> no it's a it's a uh, it's a reference uh, it's a simpsons reference obviously i'm sure <laughs> by the way if you like what you're hearing right now and you're like man i wish i could hear all of the little pauses and side conversations that go on while they're recording this join our patreon for only one dollar you get into the discord which is where we tell you all about the things we are doing and our main feature being we record live on the discord like right now we're in a channel recording our, uh, ourselves individually but you are publicly allowed to listen in because hey that's fun and you can contribute you can chat you can say things in the thing that i'll then say on air which may or may not be funny you can have you can see you all can the articles us. i post yeah heckle us only uh in text form well heckle text, yeah heckle, heckle me I, I don't want to speak for you pepper but yeah. <laughs> all right beatrice i'm uh sticking two things in the chat right now look at the lower of these links and you can find out how your uh, federal representative, like in the House of Representatives, voted on breaking the rail strike. Okay. If you didn't hear, there was a rail. Uh, there was the possibility of a rail strike uh, earlier this year, where after five years of freaking negotiating and uh, the, the owners being as scummy as pot. I mean, like that's what they do. It's like blaming a great white shark for eating someone. You can't. It's just what they do. It's not like a moral thing. It's just the creature they are and how they behave. In fact, legally enforced. That's how they must behave because shareholder benefit is a legal requirement. If you fuck over your shareholders in any way, you can get arrested and just booted out of CE. Jonas, probably not arrested, but you will lose your job. Okay, so so I'm so I'm lo I'm looking at the list of representatives. So tell me what yes means and tell me what no means. So we are talking about uh, oh, rail uh, rail worker unions are have been trying to negotiate a new deal with the railroad owners who have been recording record insane profits for the last decade plus. Uh, and the sticking point is sick days. The part of the way that they make these insane profits is uh, 
They are running on complete skeleton crews. They do not want to hire anybody. They don't have to, which means people are left like 24, 24-7 on call. They get no days off. I keep seeing tweets from actual railroaders like, I work 311 days a year, six Jeez. days a week. If I ever take a day off, they'll fucking kill me. Like, <laughs> So because of the 1929, I think, like railroad fuck you act <laughs> that we did last time there was the threat of a big railroad strike, well, they sent in the military and just killed a bunch of people. Pinkertons, we all talk about that now. Oh, I've been uh, playing Red Dead Redemption too. I've been killing Pinkertons all week. God, that is the fucking correct act in <laughs> Minecraft. I mean, in Red Dead 2. It's all the same. <laughs> that company still fucking exists. They still do the same shit. They're called the same company. It's literally still Pinkertons. Like, instead, they hang out and... Co- this is documented, not me talking shit. They documentedly will hang out in, like, Starbucks and try to spy on employees to be like, oh, are they trying to unionize? Like, That's they're doing fucked. that now. That's <laughs> fucked Provably. up. All right. So this is, uh, what is this? Bill numbered HJ Resolution 100... Uh, uh, this is voting on whether or not to force the unions to accept the deal that was negotiated by the federal government with the railroad uh, companies. They they are trying to make they're working with the bosses. They're not working with the people. The bosses wanted this deal. They uh, you'll see all these things like Biden f- saved the railroad. When they say that, what they mean is the workers wanted a sick day. Yeah, and Biden said. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. And okay. uh, then, yeah. So why is this even something that can be voted on, right? 1929 Railroad Act, because it would shut down the economy. Gotcha. The way you find out what, like, unions, what uh, groups of workers are the most important to uh, fucking up capitalism is which ones will the government step in and d- and make strikes, quote, illegal. Now, my, That's my what assumption this is that the importance of the railroad industry has changed since when was it 19 1929 1929 it hasn't changed that much okay in terms of shipping it's the same there's a lot less passenger but sure if the shipping industry is what they care about that's also who owns all of the railroads and, and that's a major part of the economy <laughs> That's how this is sold to people. It's, oh, they averted this horrible economic disaster. I'm like, you know the other way they could have averted this horrible economic disaster? By giving them sick days and telling them to take the bosses to take the tiniest bit less profit. People keep throwing around these stats. And <laughs> Warren Buffett happens to be, like, that's where a lot of his money is from, is the railroad business. So he's, like, if you want to pick a billionaire to be mad at, Warren Buffett is the guy in this case. He made in, like, two days uh, enough to pay to give every railroad worker like a month of sick days. Like, all these just fucking horrible, perverse facts. Yeah. So this is a roll call vote uh, on whether or not to force the railroaders to accept this deal that they voted against. And it would make any further strike after this illegal. And then they could send in the Pinkertons and fucking, you know, National Guard shit. So Democrats, 211 yays, meaning vote. Do you want to break this strike? Yes or no? Yeah. Democrats, 201 yes, break the strike. Eight, don't break the strike. Republicans, 79 yes, break the strike. 129, no, don't break the strike. What the How fuck? How do you think Alexander... I know, it's fucked up. That's like the crux of this is who as a union and labor friend do you vote for? Yeah. I'm not going to say it's Republicans. Yeah, so this is... A- but is it the Democrats? <laughs> <laughs> this seems like the biggest wrong thing Biden could have possibly done ever. Like the oh, you mean the most labor-friendly president in history, which he keeps calling himself? Yeah, it's the the solution seems super obvious. You know, force them to give them a fucking sick day. 
It's in the same way that they forced this deal. They could have legally stuck in some sick days and forced that. And why do you suppose they didn't do that? Well, it's because the actual uh, constituents of our elected government. No, I'm sorry. Not the actual constituents. The people who fucking run the thing that give the president his orders yeah. are is capital. And it's not a council of doom individuals who are just, oh, if we replaced these bad individuals with good individuals, the system itself is set up to work like this. Yeah. Well, the important thing is keeping the economy going. Why not do it the way that most people will benefit, right? Which to me is giving them yeah. a sick day. That's the way most people will benefit. Fewer people benefit from the other thing. It, if you let workers have even the tiniest bit of progress, they will continue to push for more progress. And yeah. again, this shows you which unions could actually have the leverage to change the country. Not that they could just snap their fingers and like suddenly all oh, communism in the whole fucking country. And I think co but, COVID wow. gave all kinds of workers like a glimpse of hope. They're like, oh, life can not be constant misery. You know, like it matters if I go to work. Like I, I think COVID showed a lot of workers that they actually do have leverage that maybe they didn't even think they had before. I am not going to say that you should not unionize as a Starbucks worker or other service employee, because that's another big one that's happening right now with all the Starbucks unions. Note that the government is not stepping in to fuck up the Starbucks unionization efforts. Not because they don't matter at all, but you cannot shut down the country if all baristas don't go to work. You can shut down the country instantly if all railroaders refuse to go to work. Yeah. Now, so the railroaders could still refuse to go to work, right? What, yes, then what it would, would just happen? be illegal. It would be declared illegal, and they would send in the military. They, Which I hope to God happens, by the way. Not because I want railroaders to get hurt, yeah. but uh, you know what, federal government? If this is what you want to fuck around with, send a soldier out to gun down a fucking worker. Yeah, Do it. That's Do when, that shit on camera a few times. We'll see how it goes from there. That's when stuff starts to change. Which is sad to say, because it means some railroad workers are going to have to, like... Take a bullet, yeah, or sit in or sit in jail forever and be called a terrorist. Yeah, that's what's actually gonna happen. They're gonna declare. They're gonna try to cancel the railroad workers. Then, They'll be like, these workers are all racist. Once like <laughs> the blue collar guy, once the blue collar asshole is like, what the fuck? The government is throwing him in jail for striking. Once that happens, you know, on a big scale, that's when yeah. change starts. The, the thing that the government fears most is a bunch of rednecks saying Lenin is based. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and yeah, that shit is all written and for the proletariat. And we're a handful of dead railroad workers away from that. I don't know. That sounds pretty horrible and morbid. <laughs> we have a weekend because a bunch of meat packers in Chicago. Exactly that happened. Got gunned down by the cops multiple times. Yeah. So, name a progressive uh, House member. Let's see how they voted. Um. Yeah. Well, AOC. First, that AOC. Comes to mind. Okay, she. She voted to break the strike. Uh, Pro-labor, the most progressive person we've ever heard of in our lives, AOC, voted to break so what the, the strike. So what the fuck? This is mind-boggling so, to me. I do want to point out Michigan Representative Rashida... T uh, I keep saying Talib. It is T-L-A-I-B. It's Tlaib. The L comes first. I didn't even freaking know that. I've never looked at her name right now. Rashida Tlaib voted no. She voted to not break the strike. And I'm kind of fucking shocked. How about Cori Bush? How did she vote? Uh, oh, she voted to break the strike. Wow. Uh, 
<laughs> now here's where it gets fucked up. I look at my like go to this website. It has a search thing where you just type like start typing in the last name of a representative or a whole state. If I put an A Z, I look at the or rather Arizona. Yeah. Oh, is it not doing yeah. it? Oh, I have a state tab. No, I typed I in my state. state. I'm looking at my state. So the biggest motherfucker, like asshole number one, fucking Biggs. What he's one of those like weird Republican dudes in Arizona who gets up and says like children should have to like, I don't know, all children should be sent to the moon. Or, like, this is outlandish <laughs> shit. Insane all the fucking garbage. Time. He, so he gets on TV. Yeah. Ow, like he does. I know his name. Yeah. <laughs> he's not even my rep. I know his Andy Biggs. Andy Andrew Biggs. Uh, <laughs> you you got to be a politician with a name like that. He voted to not break the strike. If you're sitting in Arizona and you're a worker, how the fuck are you going to vote next election? Uh, and then you have, uh, what is it? Who's the only other person who who voted no? Because we got, uh, oh, Debbie Lesko, noted piece of shit uh, Republican also. I hate that I even have to say Democrat Republican to make listeners go, are they good or bad? Yeah, no, I know. Like, <laughs> they're, all they're all bad. Yes, they're all bad. <laughs> Debbie Lesko voted to break the strike. All right, Go, goes with her whole thing. Where's the other no vote? Here it is. Oh, my God. Schweikert, I think is that name. Um, <laughs> this guy, David Schweikert. He has, oh, he's got a little chunk. Oh, my God. It's, he's, his district's right next to me. Uh, he voted to not break the strike, and he's a bad guy uh, capitalist, so the Republican. Wow. Like, I'm not saying we all should run out and vote for Republicans. What I'm saying is when it actually comes down to a uh, – helping workers or doing anything that would advance the power of working people in America, these quote two different sides squat up every single fucking time to make sure you get nothing and you're supposed to be happy about it. Yeah. There's no party that is actually looking out for the workers. Um, there's, I mean, they both say that they do the communist at different party, time. Yeah. Not the CPUSA. They fucking suck too, but <laughs> well, there's no party America that's going to win there. any elections. <laughs> that's the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a bourgeois government, a bourgeois dictatorship that runs our country, and the people, the only people allowed to get anywhere near power are bourgeois, or at least people who so, uh, who represent the interest of the bourgeois yeah. well enough that it's fine if they're there, that, including people who say they're socialists like AOC. Yeah, that's what it is. They represent the interests of the bourgeois. That's what it is, because a lot of them, they're not. They, they aspire to be bourgeois because they're not when they start. And they're sucking these people's dicks, Elon. They want them to like them. <laughs> the rich people. So there was a separate vote, and this is how Democrats are going to be like, no, see, we are the good guys. There was a separate vote to add, why is it separate is my biggest question, a separate vote to add seven sick days to this contract, like a thing they could have done from the beginning. And if they were actually serious about, would have just put in the bill. Yeah. <laughs> but now the Democrats, you know, that got the, the Senate 51 to 48 vote or whatever that they can go, oh, see, it's only the Republicans who are stopping us. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> they give themselves cover. It is a uh, a co-beneficial relationship between two halves of the same party that just volleyball bounce back and forth so that like nothing ever gets done that benefits us. No actual progress happens, like economic progress for the people who built the country. Yeah, bummer. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Go to work, railroad fucker, or we're going to shoot you in the street. <laughs> okay, so there should be a Christmas carol 
where but with biden right instead of uh scrooge <laughs> and it's about the railroad strike and he goes and he sees like a uh, tiny tim the son of the railroad striker <laughs> let's do that do you do you remember what the big conflict between scrooge and i don't remember tiny tim's dad what's his name the employee like what the whole bob, thing was that starts the whole bob cratchit i just watched the muppet bob version like two days ago yeah <laughs> what was the conflict with bob cratchit and scrooge um, was they he wouldn't give them more coal for the fire? He wanted a day off for yeah, Christmas. He, he wanted a day off for Christmas. <laughs> he wanted a fucking day off. It wouldn't have, And we're being told as Americans that the person who's really going to be hurt by Cratchit taking a day off is in fact Scrooge. Yeah. It's unfair to the economy that we give railroad workers as a sick day. Yeah. Yeah, it's messed up. And also like... <laughs> Just hire a couple more railroad workers. If if a, Jesus, if a few railroad workers taking a sick day is going to cripple your whole operation, <laughs> maybe hire a couple more. I don't know. <laughs> That's why I bring up the skeleton crew thing at the beginning. Not only would giving them sick days be good for the actual people, it would be job creating. Yes. They would have to hire some more people. Isn't that, anytime <laughs> I hear people talking about job creation, it makes me nauseous because it's like, why is making sure everyone has a job so important? A job elimination should be what we're trying to do. <laughs> we just we were just very recently watched uh, the oh another canceled show the uh, the episode of Rick and Morty where the dinosaurs return and do exactly what you were talking about. They just like fix all of the problems. <laughs> and then <laughs> I don't know if I remember that, that one. Is that a newer one? Very new. It's from the most oh, recent. Oh, okay. Season. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Watch the most recent season. It's like borderline wholesome. I can't like, figure out what stopped. fucking app to watch it on. It's like, is it on? Oh, it's. Is it on the Hulu? ThePirateBay.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's HBO Max, but they only have up till the the second most recent season. I, I have... So for a while, we just couldn't figure out what the fuck, how to watch what season we're even on. So you pirate it. Yeah. Yeah. I have HBO Max, but I can't watch the new ones. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, you'll you'll think it will it will make you think that the newest season is season five. <laughs> season six is so cool. It takes like it seems to be incorporating criticism of how the show was just like overly mean spirited yes. and how blank characters are just kind of pieces of shit for no redeeming reason. And in this one, everyone has to deal with all of it. Like they confront their issues and become a, like a a quasi like a loving family in a sitcom way. Kind of like some of the Simpsons complaints where the family loses its heart sure. and Homer's just like this weird dangerous dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't care about anything. There's an episode where he's like drugging his family so to make them sleep. <laughs> he's uh, uh, what's that stuff that you put in a towel and you put it over their face? <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's one where he like chloroforms. He chloroforms Marge so he can get some alone time. That's not wholesome. <laughs> it's not relatable. He just knocks out his family. Yeah, compare that to like the do it for her episode, like. <laughs> I think that's why I liked the Simpsons movie. It had, like, it was a lot about, like, him and Marge's relationship. Like, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. they're people who care about each other. <laughs> yeah, the Simpsons movie was okay. <laughs> but I will say, as, as long as we're talking about the Simpsons, and yeah, follow me. I'm Earl on nohomers.net. Follow me on nohomers. But as long as we're talking about that, um, the new seasons are solid. Like, the last few seasons are good the, the simpsons has had a renaissance oh, yeah 30 seasons 33 and 34 yeah 
I'm not joking. Like they're solid, except the up. one problem. It like the writing is good, the jokes are good. The one problem is the voice actors are all 110 uh. years old, and like, <laughs> and you're like, man, take it easy, Marge. Sit this episode out. Like, like it makes oh, you. It stresses. I've been doing me. this voice for for 45 years. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, just let her retire, replace her already. It's painful to listen to. <laughs> At the same time, if I try to watch new Scooby-Doo, it freaks out my ears because none of the voices are the same. I mean, obviously, that shit was like in the 60s. Sure. Casey Kasem is dead. But yeah, <laughs> anyone doing Shaggy who isn't, I'm like, mm, something's wrong. Yeah, I love watching Looney Tunes and picking out all the horrible Looney Tunes voices. <laughs> yeah, they've done their best because they're so freaking iconic. Yeah. All these, I mean, these voice actors are from like the 50s and 40s, yeah. but... <laughs> Yeah, Mel, Mel uh, who's Blanc. That? Who's the Mel Blanc is long dead. Yeah, Mel Blanc's the big Looney Tunes guy. I'm trying to. I actually got I got to meet because I go to fur conventions. Oh. the who did like all the voices for Cow and Chicken? Oh, he did Miss Mr. And Mrs. Bighead. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Let me see if I can remember their name. Uh, yeah, we like hung out for a little bit in a small group. Charlie Adler. Charlie Adler is fun as fuck. What's gonna happen when he dies? Because <laughs> he does all the '90s voices. <laughs> yeah, he, that's cool. You got to hang out with Charlie Adler. That's pretty badass. <laughs> He's a furry con. He's a very congenial guy. He either like puts on that he's having a great time extremely well, or he's just always having a great time. <laughs> that's awesome. That's cool. He looks like real life Santa. Very ro- rosy face because like, they were just feeding him booze all weekend. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you drink a lot of gin. <laughs> <laughs> he would just mid sentence. He would just mid sentence drift in and out of these voices. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Just, That's so cool. Voice talking, talking, people, talking. Voice actors yeah. are cool. Like they get it. Like <laughs> their job is to talk into a microphone. They know they won the lottery. <laughs> all right, everybody. This is a nice, uh, instead of make, I have one more topic. I'll just fucking mention it. So uh, the, the U.S. House of Representatives, in a bipartisan shocking move, passed an $839 billion defense bill. Uh, and the headline for this political ad is swatting down Biden's military plans. And you'll be like, oh, wow, did they, like, underfund a bunch of shit? No, they overfunded it. Biden, this is, again, the, like, phony baloney, act like you're doing something, but then, wow, it never seems to happen. Just like that student loan shit. Remember how we were all going to get our student loans gone, and now it just, some, it's just not happening. Weird. <laughs> the midterms happened, and now just it's going to, wow, we're doing everything we can. Uh, yeah. He wanted to stop, he said, I say wanted to in humongous air quote, uh, scare quotes. <laughs> he wanted to reduce, not reduce, he just asked for less than $839 billion. He asked for, like, $800 billion, and they're like, no, 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 don't be, don't be modest. Here's an extra thirty. Nine billion, which you know could solve homelessness fifty times, but we'd rather make more F thirty uh, fives. I think to sell to Turkey. That's one of the ones where it's <laughs> fucked up, dude. It's insane. It's like we're defended. We're plenty defended. We're safe. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, everybody. We've won. <laughs> like, like we could probably go one year. Like literally one year, where we're like, we just won't fund the military this year. We'll catch them next year. Right. <laughs> in terms of defense, we're like the 1970 Pittsburgh Steelers in here. We're good. It's exactly. We'll take a year off. Let's give that year to fucking PBS or whatever. And then. <laughs> Holy shit. Give PBS $800 billion. <laughs> Be the most elaborate programming ever seen by mankind. <laughs> PBS will personally come to every one of your house and bring Big Bird. It'll have. <laughs> To every single American. 
That's awesome. That, but they could. I mean, just enough in the mil. Put enough in the military to give everybody their salary, and then that's it. You you know that's it. No new tires on the Humvees or what the fuck ever. No gas for the airplanes. You you've had your you plenty of time to save your money up. Now this year, yeah, that nine hundred billion is going to PBS, NPR, and uh, one playground. They'll pick one playground. <laughs> <laughs> to give like 50 billion dollars <laughs> biden wanted to stop a program that was developing a, a nuclear cruise missile that could be shot from the ocean and the and everybody's like no we need it <laughs> let's give him some money that's important that's important i fucking hate it because it's like because uh part of the reason they said that they needed more money is like well we have to make sure we can defend ourselves from russia and china i'm like fuck we're just like are we just gearing up for hot war with china and russia because america might be overconfident <laughs> in this in this fucking situation <laughs> so with it being the holidays i see lots of like charity ads you know like help out the local starving children uh, so oh, yeah. so imagine an ad that's like little johnny really needs a cruise missile you know, like, <laughs> like this is little Johnny. He lives in the inner city. He doesn't even know how to read, but he needs a cruise missile in the middle of the ocean. You know, like that. If we could somehow convince the ghouls that run our shit that helping the poor and needy, solving the very obvious glaring problems that America has, making it so there isn't an American living under every bridge, like convince them that doing that would somehow piss off China yeah. and they'd do it in a minute. Like, yeah, well, that stuff doesn't matter to the people actually making the decisions. They don't care about the poor people. They don't want fucking North Korea to come take their big stack of money. <laughs> I want them to be. I want China to come out like, all right, America, for every ten thousand homeless people you give a house, we will deactivate one nuclear warhead. <laughs> that'd be fucking awesome. I mean, that won't happen. That'd be sweet. That'd be them putting their money where their mouth is. Let's start the outro. I have been Pepper Coyote. And I've been Beatrice Poundwell. If you like what you're hearing, please uh, like tick whatever subscribe button is on whatever podcast app you are listening to us through. If you're coming here just manually, old-fashioned way, listen through Podbean, thank you very, very much. Uh, hopefully Apple does not charge us 30%. We don't make any money off this shit. Hopefully <laughs> Apple does not somehow charge us 30% for us being on the uh, Apple store. If you want to follow us and uh, support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash lastminutepolitics, the name of the show you're listening to. Thanks for being here, and thanks for uh, you know participating in not the uh, State Department's direct uh, narrative. <laughs> thanks for having me, Pepper. I, I fucking love having you on the show. Yes, and fucking time flies by. You add so much to it. I appreciate you being. I here. appreciate it. And follow me on uh, nohomers.net. <laughs> nohomers.net. I tried to look up your name, and it didn't work. Yeah. Well, well I, I should have. I was. I should have started a new Beatrice Poundwell account, and I will. So I'll do that. By the time this comes out, I'll have my own B Poundwell, and that'll be my home on the internet. That that will be where I direct people. No homers, baby. <laughs> Get over there. <laughs> All right, yo, bye. Bye. bye.